Hi, I am Danish, a narcissistic abuse recovery professional. In today's episode, we are going to talk about the money hoarding narcissist, a type who earns like a king or a queen, but lives like a beggar, a type that is really cheap and very stingy with their money. If all of this sounds interesting and you're eager to learn more, please make sure to subscribe if you haven't already or if you're new to the channel because your subscription helps in spreading awareness about narcissistic abuse. A money-hoarding narcissist is a type who lives for and through money. They need to have a lot of it. It's like dr their drug of choice. They can't be without it. Their money is their life force. Every time they see a chance to get money, ethically or unethically, legally or illegally, they'll just run after it. It is the one thing that gives them a high they can't get from anywhere else. But the problem is they do not spend it. While having a lot of money, you will see they will pretend to be the poorest person ever. Anytime you ask them for financial help or you expect them to take care of their responsibilities, financial responsibilities, if it is a family or if this is a partnership, they will create a drama every time. They will become the victim or they will clearly wash their hands of responsibility claiming they are going through extreme financial struggles when you clearly know they are not, when you know you, they have a lot of money. And it doesn't stop there. They also want your money. They want to squeeze any, every and any penny out of you because that is what they lived through as I was saying earlier. This makes it extremely difficult to be around such a person. Eventually what happens? All the financial burdens are placed on your shoulders and you take care of every single expense of the family. If you have children with them, then it gets worse because you have to provide for these poor children and if the, the other parent the other partner is not taking care of their responsibilities. Someone has to. And in this situation, you become the person. You do not have any savings at all. Everything that you earn is spent on them. And this was a major uh, factor that created cognitive dissonance for me when I used to live with my parents. Both of my parents are narcissists, by, by the way. But in that dynamic, my father was a big miser and didn't spend anything on us. It was our mother who raised us, who provided financially. The other aspect of uh, this hoarding narcissist is their secretiveness with money. You never know how much they earn, where they keep uh, their money and so on. You are always wondering and guessing things, but you know one thing for sure. They have it, but they don't want to show it. They don't want to spend it. They just like to have it. All of this takes me back to one of my experiences and this is funny and shocking at the same time. One fine day my father comes back from his vegetable garden holding a, a plastic bag in his hand. Upon looking at this bag it felt like there was some cash in it but we were not sure. We were intrigued and I asked him what is in it because he looked quite disappointed and sad. He opens the bag and gets some cash out of it. A bundle of cash. Apparently, half of this bundle was eaten away by all the fungus and humidity and it seemed like it was half decomposed. I asked him, oh, why does it look like this and where had you kept it? 
And he to that replied, I had kept it in a, a, a drainage hole that was dry and I had never thought this would happen. But then I asked him, why? Why did you keep it there? I mean, you have a big house. Why didn't you keep it anywhere else? He did not reply to any of that. It's at that moment it became clear to me that this man would rather let his money decay than spend it on his family. And that is what they do all the time. They do not spend it on the people they rightfully should. They choose to let it decay, let it lose its value while they feel satisfied or in power uh, by this delusionary idea that they have a lot of money and they're safe or they have it for, let's say, some kind of doomsday they make up in their head. It doesn't make sense to me at all that someone would let their money get destroyed by humidity, by fungus, and let it get decomposed and not spend it on their family or just themselves. This is what I have seen with my own eyes. The other thing that such a narcissist does is that they make you feel guilty for spending your own money. You're working hard, you're earning it, and then you do not have any other options because they're not spending it, so somebody has to. When you do, they make you feel guilty for being an overspender. They want all of that money as well. That is the reality. They want to take it away. They can't let you have it. It's theirs in their head because you are an object that belongs to them. So you have to hide it. You have to spend your money while feeling all that panic and anxiety afraid and worried about their reaction. It's such a miserable way to live. You have, it's your money it's, and you have got all the rights to spend it the way you want it, but you can't because they hold you answerable. They check your statements. If they find any transaction they can't make sense of, there they go. Scrutiny begins and you have to justify yourself why you spend it, where you spend it, and why didn't you ask them this, that, and the other. They just feel so entitled in doing so. Money is everything for such a narcissist. They won't hesitate from selling you if they get a good price. And that is what my father exactly did. This is the second painful experience I would like to share with you in today's episode. One day he comes back from his office and as a part of my routine, I go through his bag, not to steal anything, of course not. In his bag, I would find some crayons, some pencils, these things children love to play with. And that day, I found something different. I found a prescription and I was quite taken aback and at the same time curious. On that prescription, I found my name written with a diagnosis of a condition that I didn't have. This diagnosis was of a terminal condition. I was taken aback, I thought for a moment, but then I realized this is a fake scenario. All of this is fake, this is made up. And he was trying to extract money from his workplace. He was getting them to pay for something that was not real. In that moment, he died for me. Because I can't comprehend how could a parent do this to their own child for something as perishable as money. But now that I'm talking about it, now that I know how narcissism works, I understand these people do not have a working functional moral compass and they can stoop to any level to get what they want. The hoarding narcissist does anything to get money, ethical or unethical, it doesn't matter for them. I don't remember him buying anything for me out of love like you would spend on your child. He has never done that except he paid my college fees. And later he said the most wild thing about it 
in our last fight. He said, I wish I had spent that money on prostitution because that way I would have enjoyed it. Who says that? That is nauseating. Who says that to their own child? But yeah, narcissists do. Narcissists do. They just don't care. They don't care. And that showed who he actually is and how he sees spending money on others. Other time that I can remember is when I told him I feel guilty. You're uh, paying my college fees. What can I do for you? He said, don't worry. I'll get it back. It's a loan that I'm giving you and you will have to pay it back with interest. In conclusion, we can say a money hoarding narcissist functions through the delusional grandiosity that having a lot of money brings in. They never spend on others. They never spend on themselves, but they like to boast. They like to show off. My father would do that all the time. He even still does that. I have earned so much money. I can't tell you how much money I have, but we have hardly seen uh, a penny coming out of his pocket without him cursing the penny. I have so many stories to share with you around this aspect, but I think I have shared enough for today. Thank you so much for listening, for staying with me. I'll talk with you in the next one. Until then, let the healing begin and continue.